0: you're excited about it you like talking about it you like creating content around it you like creating programs around it you like working with people around this subject people are excited about it it's getting traction right those are all good signs but you can't just write out your niche statement and like do a post and then be like okay nobody signed up for my coaching right Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. The long-awaited niche episode. I cannot believe that I have done almost 50 episodes of the Why Can't I podcast and I don't have one on niche. Am I not the niche queen? Is that not what module one of my best selling course is all about? Hello? It is. I am. So today, finally, I am giving you the 411 on why you want a niche, how to evolve with your niche, what to do if you keep changing your niche and getting no traction and so much more. Pretty much I've got you when it comes to all things niche. So let's dive in with why do you need a niche? Now, this is tricky because a lot of people want to come to me and be like, "Sarah, look at this person. They don't have a niche. Look at this person. They don't have a niche. They just do whatever the hell they want on social media and they are just so successful." First of all, how do you know they're successful, right? Like, I think success is obviously in it it depends on who you are, like how you define success, but also like does success mean that they have a lot of followers? Is that way you want the most followers or do you want to help the most amount of people? Do you know how many people they're helping, you know what I mean? Do you want a certain income level? Do you know how much money that they're making? Like it's just You can't tell from the outside, right? You can't tell from the outside. So like I always say, don't compare yourself to people on social media. You will be let down. (laughs) You will not feel good about yourself. But let's say that you're like, I know this lady is successful, okay? I've seen her bank accounts. She shows her bank accounts. I feel like people don't do that as much anymore. When I first got started health coaching, income reports were like very big and it was like a thing. I feel like I don't see that anymore. Maybe it's because I'm not consuming that kind of content anymore. But let's just say that you're like, this person is really successful. Well, a lot of times those people started out with a niche, right? When you have a smaller audience, I would say, I mean, it really depends in terms of smaller audience, but I mean, I would say like if you have more than a hundred thousand followers, but even then, like I've had people come to me who have not a hundred thousand, but 30,000, um, 60,000, and they... They, they're they not engaged. They're not buying what they're putting out. You know what I mean? So I, I think that, you know, if you have a large engaged following that likes a lot of different things, a lot of things that you like, then yeah, you can get away without having a niche. And I know there's going to be somebody who's like, I have a small amount of following. I don't have a niche and I'm super successful. There's always unicorns. There are always unicorns, right? Who can make it work without a niche. But kind of how I like to set it up, I like to have like this cannot fail, kind of like security built into my business. I want it to be very easy for me to succeed. Entrepreneurship is not a very easy business to be in. So I want all the dominoes stacked in my favor. I want all the cards stacked in my deck. I want it lined up for me to have success no matter what, right? I'm sure that if you're listening to this episode, you probably want that too. Probably if you're listening to this episode, you're already sold on a niche, but I do wanna cover this because I always hear this person doesn't have an itch, this person doesn't have an itch, I don't know, maybe I don't need one. Like, you do you, but if it's not working, niche down, and I promise it's going to be so much easier. The bigger your audience is, the more that your audience is engaged and they want to work with you, they want to know about what you're using, your products, different things like that, then yeah, you can get away with that. But if you have a smaller audience, I would say, you know, under 50,000, I would niche down because it's going to be so much easier to fill up your coaching, to sell your programs, courses, and all of that. Because the more broad you are, the harder it's going to be to get people into like a specific program. I really struggled, and I'll talk about this, I really struggled with filling up my health coaching my group programs my membership site and looking back I when I was health coaching looking back I know it's because it was it was too broad and I hadn't niched down so I didn't have this specific pool of people who were all interested in the same thing and so my programs that were specific I had a hard time getting people in them because they all weren't interested in those types of things and so The more you set yourself up, the more alignment, that's one of my favorite words, alignment. I want everything in my life to be aligned. The more alignment you have, the better off you're going to be. It's going to be so much easier. So that is why you want a niche. It's just easier to fill up your programs, to talk to your people. Your content just, it just hits better. When you're speaking to a specific person, it's easier, you know what to say. You're like, oh, I know she's in this position right now, right, I, I get it. Like, it's so easy for me to talk to you right now. Like, I know that you are, are struggling with your niche, right? Maybe you feel like you don't have a niche. Maybe you feel like you keep changing your niche. Maybe you don't feel aligned with your niche. Maybe you don't feel like your niche is, is strong enough, is a perfect fit, right? It's so easy for me to talk to you, right? Because I know where you're at. That's what, that's what you want for your content. That's what you want for your programs too. Okay. So now that, now that we know why we want a niche, Let's dive into some of the other things, okay? Let's let's dive into some of the other things. How do you find your niche? How the heck do you find your niche? So, for me, it wasn't so much that I didn't want a niche down. I actually did, and you might be in the same place. I want I wanted a niche. I wanted to get specific when I was learning about you know, creating an online business, people would always want me to define my ideal client, right, my my avatar. That was kind of like the niche. If, you, if you're not familiar with niche and I've said it like 50 times, you know, we're six minutes in and I've said it like 50 times and you don't know what that is. I like to think of it as like the specific problem you solve for a person, right? It's it's what how do you help people, right? Um, who do you serve? It's your it's your market and business, your ideal client. And so the, the niche wasn't as big when I was starting my business, but ideal client was avatar. And so people would always be like, you know, how old is she? What what does she say to you when she's sitting next to you? things like that, right? And so I was like, okay, cool. Uh, My ideal person is a woman, but it could be a man too, right? Because Peter's health coaching too. So I was like, okay, we can help men and women with healthy habits, right? Because all health coaches know how important habits are. So yeah, help men and help women, but some men with healthy habits. You know, if we were sitting down next to each other, she would want to know about, you know, the type of exercise I do. She'd want to know about green juice. She's interested in that. We talk about mindset. We talk about right? And so I'm, t- I'm telling this to a coach once and she's like, that's not specific at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, like I thought that's how you were supposed to define it. No. She's like, no. And so then I was like, okay, well, maybe she's, maybe my ideal client is an entrepreneur because I really like entrepreneurs and like they're so driven. And so then she was like, okay, what kind of stuff are you going to share with them? And I was like, mindset and nutrition and exercise and green juice. And she's like, no that's not specific again at all. Like it needs to be specific to what entrepreneurs are struggling with and what they desire. And this is so funny that I now help entrepreneurs and I work with health coaches now. I I totally get it. But at the time I was like, I was so frustrated. I was like, this is so frustrating. But how I teach my clients the niche is I want you to think about like the problem that you can solve for somebody. Like what is a problem when it comes to health that you know you could solve, right? Because we have to solve problems. Otherwise, we have a hobby. Otherwise, people are not going to pay us, right? We need to be solving a problem for people, something that people want help with. And so you have to figure out what that is. And I know that that can be so tricky, but one of the biggest reasons is once you have that, like one, then people will pay you and it will be easier to sell it. You never wanna sell something that people don't want, right? That just makes it really hard to 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 make money, to have a business. Whereas if you pick a problem that people have and they want solved, they have a strong desire to solve it, it's often called like the, the up at night test. Like the thing that you solve with your business, is this something that men or women are up at night crying about or they're upset about, right? Or they're angry about? If so, that's a good one. If not, it's probably gonna be a little bit harder to sell it. So thinking about that can be really helpful. Another thing that I like to remind people of it when it comes to like the niche and getting specific, and I'll, I'll share how I was able to niche down. I'll, I'll talk about creating a niche statement. But one thing that can be really helpful with this when I'm talking about it is people often, when they know that I work with health coaches, and so they'll ask me for a recommendation for a health coach. And no one has ever asked me like, hey, do you know a health coach who can help me get healthy? Right? Like that, do you know a health coach that can help me with healthy habits? Like nobody has ever asked me that because it's not specific. They're not looking, that's not a problem that they have. They're not crying saying like, I just wish I had healthy habits. I mean, maybe a few, but n- nobody's asked me that. They're asking me things like, hey, do you have somebody who could help me lose weight on a plant-based diet, but gets the mom thing, right? Or do you know any health coaches who are familiar with arthritis and decreasing pain without medication, Right. Those, those are so specific. I, I can think of specific people who do that. And that's why having a niche is really great because when you niche down, it's easy for people to recommend you or refer people to you because they know exactly what you do. So what I started doing is I started playing around with different niches until I started getting results. So if you're like, I don't know my niche, like don't be afraid to just put it out there and test it out. One of the questions that I got when I was talking about doing a niche episode was like, how do you know when you're on the right niche? You know, when you start getting traction, when people start commenting on your social media, on your live videos, showing up, sharing it, signing up for your programs that are niche specific, right? When you feel excited about it, Um, that's when you know you're on the right track. So I started playing around with different ones. I, I did cleansing and digestion and weight loss. And finally, I started getting some really great traction with weight loss. And so I I owned it and I created a niche statement. And mine was, I help women lose weight and thrive on a plant-based diet. And I'll give you some of my students' niches so you can kind of see. And then I'll tell you a little bit about how to create a niche statement of your own. So some of my students, I teach women the secret to sexy after 40, I love that one. I help women with anxiety get out of bed again. I help women manifest weight loss. I help moms get their body back post-baby. I help women over 50 lose weight fast. I help moms stay fit during and after pregnancy. I help women overcome adrenal fatigue and get their life back. Those are super strong and super specific. You know what they do, right? One thing that people often say when we're talking about the the niche and niching down is, well, what about people who don't struggle with this, but like, I can still help them. Health coaches are like magical angels and you obviously can help more than, you know, with women who are over 50, you can help them do more than lose weight or whatever your niche is, of course. But what happens is when you start speaking to this specific niche, you have a lot of clarity and you have a lot of confidence. And when you have clarity and confidence, you start turning heads. You start stopping the scroll. People start paying attention to what you're saying, and even if they don't have the problem, they're like, "Oh, wow. She really knows her stuff when it comes to weight loss. She really knows her stuff when it comes to anxiety. She really knows her stuff when it comes to hormones. She really gets it. And then they reach out. And I can't tell you how many times people have reached out to me, how many times people have reached out to my clients who are like, hey, I know you help with X, but could you help me with this? I really need help with this. And then you get to decide yes or no. But if you talk to everyone, it's going to be harder for people to get really confident in what you have to offer. So don't be afraid of turning people away. And then the next thing I often hear is like, okay, I like my statement. It sounds really good, but can I do this? Like, who am I to say that I do this? I've never done this before. No, Nobody just starting out has ever done it before. Hopefully you've been able to do it for yourself or help a friend, you know, or like share some stuff on social media that's been helpful. But when you just get started, like you haven't helped a lot of people or sometimes anybody. And so imposter syndrome can kick in and it can be like, oh my gosh, Like this is so scary, who am I to do this? Definitely, if you haven't done the online health coaching launch course, check that out. I do a life experience list that people always message me and they're like, Sarah, I was crying, that was so powerful because what it shows, the whole point of it is to show you that you're actually more qualified than you give yourself credit for. Even if you haven't necessarily signed clients and helped them with this, there's a lot that you have overcome. And when we make this list, it shows us that it's it's so crazy. Life is so crazy, but it, it shows you that everything that you've gone through in your life, everything that you've learned and experienced and consumed has led you to where you are and who you want to help others with and what you want to do with your business. It's so powerful. And so I really want to encourage you to check that out. It's in module one of the course and, and do that exercise, write it out, do your life experience list, because I think you'll realize that you're actually a lot more qualified than you give yourself credit for. And just know that you can own that title. And the more people you start working with, the more you'll see like, oh, I, I really do know this. I really can help this. But all of us, myself included, when I went into business coaching, I had that same feeling. I was like, wait, like, who am I to do this? Like, I was a health coach. Like, yeah, I'm making money with my health coaching business. But like, what if I could only do it for myself? And I quickly proved myself wrong with that. So just know, like, you can claim it, you can own it. And over time, like that imposter syndrome, it it will fade away. Okay, what else do we need to talk about? Okay, we need to talk about the evolution, right? As you grow as a person, your niche and business most likely will grow and evolve unless you have done a lot of things before this point, then it might stay the same and you're really solid in it. But I found, right, like for me, my niche and business has evolved a lot and and that's okay. That's totally okay to change and especially if you don't jive with it again, you you got to be excited about what you're doing. You got to you got to be excited about what you're doing and so if it's feeling out of alignment, you might want to check in with that and see w- what's going on. Where is it out of alignment? Before I went into business coaching full time, I was still health coaching and that was going really well. And so I was nervous to give up the clients and the income. Um, and I, I wasn't sure you know, if it would work out or if it would take off. And so I, I kind of like tried it on and I put out an email and a post about helping health coaches with their business and sharing how I was able to make $10,000 a month with my health coaching business and just seeing if anybody would be interested in that. And that was my way of vetting it. I say that often, like put things out. When you put things out though, you got you to gotta sell them and you got to talk about them and you got to be excited about them. And that was my way to see if people are interested and people were interested, right? And so that really helped give me the courage that I needed to keep moving forward with my new idea. So just keep that in mind. like As you evolve, your business will most likely evolve and change and, and that's totally normal, totally fine. It doesn't mean that you're starting over. My business that I run today, it grew very fast because I wasn't starting over. Everything that I learned, health coaching, I was able to take over to this business, right? So just know- you know, sometimes I hear coaches be like, oh, that was a waste. I created this program and now I'm going to, now it's not in alignment. So now I have to create this program. But You've done it. So now it's not your first time doing it, and you're going to be so much more confident. It's going to be so much faster. I can't tell you how many times, like, I thought I was recording a podcast and it wasn't recording. I had to do it again, and I was so bummed. I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, I just recorded that and it didn't save, and I have to do it again. But then I do it again, and it's so much easier and so much faster because I just kind of remembered what I said the first time. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was as good because I probably talked faster, but you get the idea. Like I truly believe like everything is just experience and we can use that um, in in our next venture that we go into. So keep that in mind. Okay. So with the niche, you do have to stick with it long enough for people to start thinking about you when they think of that niche, right? So people always ask me like, how do I know if I'm on the right track with my niche? Well, you're excited about it. You like talking about it. You like creating content around it. You like creating programs around it. You like working with people around this subject. People are excited about it. It's getting traction, right? Those are all good signs, but you can't just write out your niche statement and like do a post and then be like, okay, nobody signed up for my coaching, right? You have to stick with it long enough so people can think of you when they think of that niche. So that's really important that you are putting yourself out there and you're really owning what you're doing. Another thing that comes up often when it comes to like changing niches or evolving is like this thing of like, oh, like I always change. Like I'm like kind of like the negative self-talk. And I really want to encourage you not to do that either because like everything was leading you to this path. And like I tell some of my friends sometimes who are like, I should be further along in my life. Like what the heck do I have to show for my life? You know? And I'm just like, it's because you have a desire to live the best life possible for you and you won't settle. And that, it's so attractive. Like Those are the type of people that I want to be around. That's the type of person that I am. And so from the outside, sometimes it can look like you know, I mean, usually it's not even from the outside. Usually it's just us. From the outside, people are usually like, wow, you do so much. You're so freaking awesome. You're so on top of it. Inside, it can feel like, am I, am I really? Because I was doing that and now I'm doing this and now I'm over here, right? But the truth is it's, it's because you're not gonna settle and you know that you're meant for greatness. I know this is getting cheesy, so I'm gonna wrap it up. But I truly believe that. I truly believe the reason that a lot of people who change their mind and are doing different things is because they know that something better Is out there for them. And I encourage you to keep chasing after that, but stick with the thing that you're doing, stick with your niche long enough. So that way people can be like, oh, you do this. I get that. Let me refer people to you. Let me tag my friends in this. Let me share this. Let me come to your stories because I know you're going to be talking about this niche, right? Okay. I hope that that was helpful. Try on your niche, see how it goes, switch it up, make it more clear, and then leave it alone for a little while. Leave it alone. At the end of the day, I do think that it's important to have a niche, but I also have seen many people get stuck on it. And with entrepreneurship, you don't wanna get stuck on something. That is like, that is a death sentence. You don't wanna get stuck on something and not be able to move forward. You wanna keep moving forward because through that, through putting yourself out there, you learn. And it's feedback. If you're aware, if you pay attention to things you will get feedback from them and then you can apply them. I see a lot of coaches not being aware and they're like, I'm doing all the things that's not working. Take some freaking time and look at what you've been doing from a step back and you'll be able to see it or get somebody else to help you. Somebody who has had success, who gets this. Don't just get like your partner, like we love them. They're so great, but if they don't know this world, it's really hard for them to chime in about it, right? So definitely don't let the niche stop you from moving forward. So many coaches say, I don't want to launch. I don't want to talk about my programs. I don't want to post on social media until I have this perfect. That's a problem because you have to practice talking about your niche. You have to practice telling your story. You have to practice selling. Like you're actually going to be selling. The cool thing about practicing selling is you can actually make sales while you're practicing, which is pretty freaking awesome. So you have to practice in order to get better at that, right? In order for you to really learn the skills necessary. And if you wait until, you know, your niche is perfect, then you're going to miss out on all of this learning experience that's going to help push your business forward. So don't do that get started today, move forward, spend a little bit of time if you need to clarify, if you need to take this in and then, you know, write a new niche statement, own it, create content around it, programs around it, put it out there and just keep moving forward. And then when you need to take a step back and analyze, okay, this is what I've been doing. I've been doing this for a while. How's it going? Then you can make modifications, but whatever you do, please friend, don't let it hold you back. Okay. Did you find this helpful? I hope so. If you did, let me know like always, I would love to hear from you. Okay. Until next time. Bye friend.